Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trini Sharp. I'm your host for the evening, as always. It's a pleasure to be back before you guys yet another week. I'm excited about what er everything that God is doing throughout this platform. And you guys know, um, as you can see, I have a special guest, Sister Maxine Hobson. We, uh, she's our highlight for this month. Um, we didn't get a chance to do it last month, but God was, I was like, oh God, you know, we keep, we didn't get a chance to do it. And he just like, just move forward. So it's April. We have a new highlight and, um, I'm decided I've known Sister Maxine for a very long time. She's known me since I was a kid, <laughs> like, and her, like me and her children grew up together at Victory Christian Center. And we are both now members at, of the River Church and just seeing how God is just moving mightily and just causing both of us just to grow God, in, in our giftings. And um, I'm excited about her being able to share her story today and be able to just um, share how she's been persevering in her journey, her Christian walk, and uh, fulfill, to be able to feel, fulfill her God-given purpose. Um, so without further ado, welcome, Sister Max. You say hello to the people. Just tell them just a little bit about yourself, and then we can just get right into the interview for the evening. Hello again. As Sister Trini said, my name is Maxine. I am a member of the River Church. Um, I am so excited to be here this evening. God is doing some great things in both of our lives, and yes. I'm just excited about it. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I am a mother of two beautiful children. I have a daughter and a son. My daughter is 27, and I have a 20-year-old son who is, God is showing me that they um, that what he has shared with me when they was children that is coming to pass. So it's an exciting mm -hmm. experience right now. And now I'm finding myself as a mother of young adult children yes. that I don't have to sort of babysit them anymore. Right, so right. now is sort of my time and mm -hmm. um, I'm just glad about it. So yes. I'm glad you have it, or you are having me this evening just mm -hmm. to share a little bit about what God is doing in my life. Amen. Awesome. I love it. So, all right. So, you guys, again, this is Sister Maxine Hobson. Those that are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, as you know, Sister Max is a mother of two. She also is an entrepreneur and she is an event planner. And those are just some things that we're going to talk about um, tonight. But just, um, I just, I don't want to give you guys too much. I'm just allow it to just unfold as we have um, this wonderful conversation this evening. So, one of the first things that I wanted to um, ask you because uh, for those of you new to the platform, Highlight is somebody that uh, a man or woman of God that we highlight who um, is persevering beyond their imperfections to fulfill their God-given purpose. So one of the questions that um, I wanted to ask you is what has been your greatest struggle in your Christian walk? Well, my greatest struggle has always been um, just being fearful. And not moving forward, sort of allowing the enemy to keep me in a box. Um, right. And I know, you know, we have the scripture that says um, God has not given us a spirit of fear. But however, sometimes the natural side um, would sort of overtake. You right. Know? And so to me, that has been um, a struggle for me throughout my life. Yeah. Um, and my Christian walk. Um, mm -hmm. Not you know, sort of, you know, not doing what God has called me to do to a certain mm -hmm. degree. I do right. some of it that I feel comfortable, comfortable with. Right. However, God has um, 
this year, these this last year has taken me completely out of my comfort zone. Right. <laughs> so I'm just moving forward. So that's something that has kept me, held me back was just having fear. Um, right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's the thing about perseverance is that we push past. We push past our fear that when we have those shortcomings, when it's so many things that we can, we a lot of times stand in our own way, yes. stand in our own way and fulfilling our purpose because we like, oh, I don't have this amount of money. Now I didn't get this amount of education. And why would they want to hear my voice? And just having just all these different things to um, come in between us to actually, um, go forward in our uh, purpose living. So that's good that you mentioned that because I know that there are so many people that can relate to um, walking in fear. And like you said, we're going to get into that in a minute of how you are a mother and now that you have young adult children and now you're finding yourself at a, at a position where you can not so much focus on motherhood, but now you can focus on, all right, now this is this is my time. This is all about, it's about me now. And I did my part as a mom. And so just, let's just talk about like, um, what are some things and I wasn't going there yet, but it's just flowing here. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you have um, been doing now in this particular season of your transition um, of having young adult children now, and now that you're able to focus more on uh, a new season of your life where God is moving through, um, moving through you? So right now, presently over, you know, since I have um, come to the realization that no matter how I can say I'm not going to do something, right. I put you in that platform to do it. You just got to be obedient and just do right. it. Um, so that takes me to a, probably a little bit. Um, I'm moving a little quicker. Mm -hmm. um, into talking about this, but God has allowed me to open being my own CEO of Creative Coaching Solutions. And right. it talks about um, self-love, self-worth, and self-care. Right. And so what I have really um, been intentional about is the self-love for myself, mm -hmm. the self-worth, learning about self-worth and why God has called me worthy. And yeah not just reading the word and saying that I'm worthy, but also allowing God to do something on the inside of me to make me feel that for real, for real. Yeah. Um, and self-care. That's something that we always, I've always done is one thing, the physical self-care of getting your nails yeah. done and getting your hair done, getting massages mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. But how about the yeah. self-care of your emotions? Right. And that's where, um, I've been really intentional about is the self-care of my emotions. Right. Um, and just taking my time going through that, um, mm -hmm. revisiting some areas in my life where mm -hmm. um, I am um, imperfect and asking yeah. God to fulfill those things, um, help me to work on my emotions. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what I've been honing into since I, you know, since my son has, gotten out of high school and now I can sort of focus on me. Right. Um, not in a selfish way, but in a way that, you know, um, I believe is for the kingdom. Right. That's good. Um, and that's the thing. Um, congratulations, first and foremost, for starting this new business endeavor, creative coaching solutions. You guys yeah. definitely, definitely keep uh, on lookout for that. 
um, just just hearing uh, more about it and just um, as it develops and just you just truly being able to help um, different women and mothers that are out there who just need help, like need help in their trans transition and whatever transition that they need to make and being able to, um, to have self care and be able to, um, to self love themselves. And that's, that's really important, especially in this times where mental health has been such a, a major, um, issue has always been an issue, but now people are actually starting to pay attention to their mental health and actually wanting to get help for it. So this is this is definitely um, on time. I believe it is definitely on time in this season for you to be able to start this off. Um, so let's talk about uh, one of the questions that I always like to, I love hearing this story of, because it's thinking about my own story of how I've finally surrendered for real. And I love asking my guests this question. At what point in your life did you um, surrender for real? Because we always have a point in our lives where we accept Jesus Christ and, you know, whether it was when we were babies and then we go through life and then we might find ourselves slipping and then it's like, all right, God, I'm here for real this time. So at what point in your life did you um, do that? Well, um, the point in my life was after my divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, I was married in 1991, which was a long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was divorced in 2001. Mm -hmm. And although I, you, you know, I still was going to church, um, I just hadn't surrendered my heart. Right. In other words, again, I was not doing what God had called me to do. I was mm -hmm. in my comfort zone and I wasn't moving from that. Right. Although some, you know, although I felt like I was a good mother, I was a good, you know, a good wife. Um, but there was something that was missing that I wasn't allowing God to just right. uh, develop me like I should have. I just was getting on the choir. I was getting on a praise and worship team. And I just wasn't allowing him to just open up those new endeavors in his world yeah. for me. Right. And, and both of my parents was in ministry. Um, mm -hmm. I knew I had a call of ministry on my life. Right. Um, but I just sat. I sat on it. And mm -hmm. when I surrendered was when totally surrendered. I can actually say maybe mm, 2001. I was like, OK, God, I'm divorced now. You know, right. I don't have no other way to look at anything else. I need yeah. to really focus on you. And I made a promise. I said, God, you know, no matter what comes, I will never leave you again. Right. And thank God that I was able to do that. And mm -hmm. that was emotionally. I said, I will never leave them physically. I, I said, I will never leave them. And right. we know that our bodies is um, the temple of God. And right. I thank God because I was able to keep myself, you know, mm -hmm. have him keep me. Right. And, um, which was very, you know, which was very big. Um, yeah. And I just decided I, I'm just going to raise my children and try not to hold on them so tight. Yeah. But, um, tight enough, you mm -hmm. know, but that was the time that I surrendered. And I thank God for that. I thank God for giving right. me a second chance and to be able to do that. So that's awesome. So you talking about um, divorce, like that, that transition, that's something that um, for those that are out there that have, um, that are divorcees and they, they are trying to figure out, or just maybe they just recently are in that transition. 
what what is your advice? Like, what is um? Because you said that this is the time that you surrender. Where were some of the tools or some of the outlets that maybe that you had that help your transition from being married to now? I, I believe being some of a single mother mm-hmm. and going back into singlehood. What is some advice that you have for those women? Well, one thing I did that helped me, I did put myself into church more. I got mm-hmm. on different ministries. As I said, I was on a choir. I was on a praise right. worship team. And I just, I was very careful of my circle. Mm, that's good. That's I good. was very careful of my circle. Although yeah. I, growing up, I never was a type of person that had a lot of people in my life. Um, that's how God made me. Yeah. But during this time, I was very cautious of the company that I kept. Right. And I kept like-minded people around me. People mm. that um, loved me enough that I was able to allow them to pour into me spiritually. Right. right. And one was my my god my children's godmother, G Mom. I affectionately, we affectionately called her. Yeah. She was an evangelist, and um, mm. I kept. She was very close to me, and I allowed her to mother me spiritually, and that helped me a great deal during that time. Right. And she was able to pour, in, pour into me and tell me some of those things. And I read about the women in the Bible and um, just seeing how they did. And I found right. myself by me reading, if they could go through some hard times that they went through, I was able to make it on the other side as well. Yeah. And so that's what I did, being mindful of the people that I hung around. Um, also, I got busy in church. I served a lot. And not only yes. just in church. I allowed myself to serve others outside mm-hmm. of church. Um, and that was, you know, that was what I did. And also having a prayer life, just yeah. going to God when I didn't know um, decisions that I had to make. Right. I would go to God and I would ask him, you know, what do I need to do about, you know, this or that? Mm-hmm. And also counseling. Right. Know, I know it's taboo sometimes about counseling. But yeah, it's very important. I believe that um, that was something that I always believed in. You know, yeah. prayer just won't do it sometimes. Right. Sometimes you just need to go and lay on a couch somewhere and and talk these things out so you yeah. can do strategies on how you can maneuver some of the um, life obstacles that you have in your life. Exactly. So that's why I was big on that as well. So that's why. Right. So you mentioned that. Um, definitely prayer, watching out for your circle, which is such a big one. I mean, that that alone in itself, period, is really big. It's making sure that you have the right people that are surrounding around you that can pray you through, that can help you, that you can be feel comfortable sharing your business and um, and them not telling it out, you know, to everybody that's on the street. And just making sure that you stay faithful to your church and finding the outlet, because I, I just believe that a lot of times when we do transition in different areas, that we find ourselves being in a, in a spirit, having a spirit of depression because we don't know how to depend on God. And those seasons, that's when we need to depend on God the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if not, you know, all the time, but if, especially those times is when like, God, I need you in this hour because I've never been here before. So that's that's definitely great advice for you know those that are in this transition during this time. Um, another, I'm sorry, go ahead. One other thing that I, mm-hmm. I made sure that I didn't um, I didn't do, like 
like you said, I stayed right in, in church. Yeah. And even if the, during the week, I made sure I was in Bible study. I made sure I was, you know, at right. rehearsal mm -hmm. and all of that, because even though it was busy for me, mm -hmm. I just felt like it didn't give no room for the enemy to play with me and give me negative yes. thoughts. Because yes. if he gave me negative thoughts in the middle yes. of the week by Wednesday, I was able to hear a word from God that, you know, that really took those negative thoughts out my head. And yes. that was a part of the process as well, mm -hmm. because I didn't, it didn't stick with me. Like the negative stuff that I was thinking like, oh, what was me? Like, wow, I have two children and now I'm divorced right. and I'm gonna have to do this and I'm gonna have to do that. Even if I felt yeah. that way, by the time I got a word either that Wednesday or either that Sunday, those negative thoughts was, it, it was in and out, in and out. Right. And so I encourage, you know, if anybody is going through anything like that, right. it's very important to, um, you know, if it worked for me, mm -hmm. I, I always say it, it works for a lot of people. Right. Perhaps do that. I agree. My mom is on here and she said, having an outlet is important in the transition of being married than divorced, the right outlet. And that's just like you right. said, having the right outlet. Cause a lot of times we find ourselves in the wrong, in the wrong places mm -hmm. and just kind of going back to the old lifestyle. Cause that's what the enemy wants us to do. If we yes. find ourselves in a position where we like, God, I've never been here before. Our natural selves, our flesh naturally wants to go back to the old thing. And God is like, no, I want you to take this time to, to learn from this and to be able to apply the lessons to your life so that it can make you better. Because yeah. God only allows us to go through things to make us better, to cause us to um, be able to get, you know, um, refine us and mm -hmm. cause us to just, you know, be able to understand him and on a different level. Because a lot of times we, you know, we can't we can't understand God to be a provider if we're now in a position to depend on him to provide. So right. it's just like putting us in situations where we have no choice to depend on him. Yes. So that's, that's truly important to just having the right outlet is definitely key. Um, before we get into talking about business, one, another touchy subject that I wanted to reiterate and um, or talk about today is talking about um just the racial injustice that we're going through. And as, as a black mother, especially um, just even just hearing moments, you know, recently just hearing the verdict of the police officer that, you know, murdered um, George Floyd and the Holy spirit just wanted us to just talk about um, what is just some things, some advice that you can give some black mothers or even mothers of um, who are, have children of color. How, what what's the advice that you can give them that they're dealing with anxiety and they're dealing with okay is my child going to come home and you know dealing with young adults and are they okay in whatever area they live in what's some just some advice that's been helping you to cope in this season with a young black woman and a young black man as your children well i'm glad you asked that because mm -hmm. um when this all happened mm -hmm. um i had to tell my well Naturally, I always um, cover my children in prayer. Right. But when the anxiety, like my son, we have had to have these conversations now that he started driving. And yeah. I said, well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to make a copy of the registration. I'm going to put it on the front of the car and tape it on the front. Of he was like, why? 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, because if you get stopped, I want the cop to just, you just hold your hands like this. And I want the cop to, and having mm-hmm. a child that has their own, have their own mind. Right. He's like, I'm not going to do that. He said, I'll just say, I'm going to get, you know, so yeah. that was one of the things that, that as a, as a black mother, having a black son and a black daughter, I was like really nervous about that um, because right. you, at this age, you can't make them do anything. Right. The other thing is like, even today with the verdict coming out, I have a daughter that's in um, Cabo, Mexico right now. Mm-hmm. And I have a son who flew out to Cal- LA yesterday. Wow. And so immediately my heart was like, okay, I covered them in prayer before they left, mm-hmm. but the anxiety as a mother I still have that. But what I've learned to do is say, God, you got this. Mm -hmm. And I have to settle myself and I have to, I have to pray more. Yeah. You know? Um, And so when I knew the verdict was coming today, I text him and I said, son, I said, be careful. I said, "Um, and pray. Yeah. Because, you know, we as mothers can only do but so much, but now God wants to help you. And so I instilled in them that, you yeah. know, um, mommy can pray, daddy can pray, but mm-hmm. God wants to hear from you for themselves, um, for, mm-hmm. from your, from you. And yeah. I just thank God because um, as I was raising them, so I encourage mothers who have younger kids and even young adults, um, mm-hmm. teach them how to pray, teach yeah. them how to cover their own, their, you know, themselves. Yeah. Um, and all you can do is... I, all just like me, all I can do is continue to pray and say, God, you gave these children to me. Yeah. And I know that you have destiny for them. Right. And they shall live and not die until that destiny is it, it comes to pass. Right. And I have to believe that. I have to have that faith, that must mm-hmm. see faith to believe that God is going to do just that. If yeah. he did it for me, he can do it for them. And really over the last maybe two years since all right. of this racial stuff has been happening more than that. Um, that's what I just keep on saying, God, these are your children. They only was borrowed to me. And yeah. I know that might sound like a cliche, but mm-hmm. all I can tell you is it has helped, truly helped me as a mother. Wow. That's good to have that, that type of perspective is that you borrowed you borrow these children to me that they, they don't belong to me. Like, you know, when this life here is over, they belong to you. So that's, that's definitely good advice. Um, with me not being a mother yet, but just, you know, understanding, but I know how my mom is. She's very protective, (laughs) right? (laughs) Very protective, but you know, and that's just, you know, just talking to some of those that, you know, may not be mothers, but, and you feel as though like your, your mothers are, um, extremely protective, just understanding. It took me a while and still, there's still moments I'm like, all right, mom, just, you know, <laughs> no, like, but yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to, to be able to have, you know, a mom that, you know, truly cares yeah. and that truly, you know, wants the best interest at heart and under, it's understanding now. Okay. Just it's sometimes where you just kind of just have to put your hands back, but you said also that you're still praying for them, even in moments when they don't know that you're praying, you're praying for them. The prayer of a mother, oh my gosh, it is so needed, so needed. And just um, just encouraging um, those mothers that are out there that, you know, God knows what's best. 
Yes. And even in times where you get a little leery and just knowing that they're okay. And if, God forbid that something bad does happen, just know that if, if their salvation is intact, yes. we have a relationship with Christ that that at least they'll be here. They'll be at home in glory with the father. That's, that's the most important part. The most important part, most yes. important part is to ensure that your children are saved, to ensure that your children have a relationship with Christ so that when this time is over, that they are seated with him. So thank God for that, that you instilled those, those type of um, wisdom pearls into them. And, you know, that was really important to me. And I guess because mm -hmm. my parents, they instilled that in us. Um, right. We we was kids ourselves. We mm -hmm. knew some of the things we liked doing. Right. And oftentimes, um, you know, as my kids was growing up, a lot of times they used to be like, call me with it, the fun police, you know, because <laughs> I was always so serious. They, they look at each other like all oh, the fun yes. police. But I took life really serious as a young, as a young adult. I took mm -hmm. life very serious. And right. I just continued, continued and continuously instilled the morals of God. Right. You know, um, and just tell them, go with God. If there was right. times when I didn't know what to say, I just say, baby, go with God. Mm -hmm. Because they knew if I said that, at least they knew, go with God. So whatever right. decisions, there are consequences, but mm -hmm. go with God. Right. You know? And I just thank God for, you know, them really understand and then my lifestyle yeah you know my lifestyle what they saw right um in me mm -hmm. they were able to like really hone into like she she you know my mom is saved my mom is saved my mom yeah. is saved, saved <laughs> with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know with a burning fire you can't do but so much yeah, you know, and my daughter used to think like, you know, and I guess I used to come off like I never was uh, um, a kid, a right. teenager. Right. You know, and but I was I mm -hmm. made mistakes, you know, right. um, but thanks be to God. He's the God of a second chance. Mm -hmm. And I tell him also that being 55 years old, I'll be 55 mm -hmm. in September. It's like, OK, God, you have truly kept me. I, I thank him. You know, you know, black don't crack. <laughs> Amen. Yes. You know, it might get in my bones sometime, but yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, so definitely keep mm -hmm. praying for your kids. Keep praying. That's all I can tell you is keep staying before God, mm -hmm. but live the life before them. Right. So they may see, you know, that they may see you walking with God, mm -hmm. you know, and not that you got to with him perfectly. Right, you are continuously striving, you right? Know, continuously strive to let my kids see, okay, mommy, no, that's not how we're going to do this. This is not right. how Christians should act, you know. But in the same token, let them be kids, right? That's awesome. Your daughter is on oh, here, she said, hey, mom. <laughs> and she said, hey. she said, the fun police like laughing. <laughs> Oh man, and Zay yes. was actually one of our highlights as well. Hey Zay, glad to have you on here. She was our highlight last year. Um, so I was glad to just see mother and daughter just doing awesome things in the for the kingdom of God, just to help and advance God's kingdom. And your yeah. sister is watching. Hi, Sister Earlene. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> awesome. 
All right. So we, those of you just watching, Sister Maxine has been sharing her story of just, um, she's a divorcee, but God has just been doing mighty things for her. And she was able to transition from that. Um, and she's a mother of two and she's just sharing just different things about her testimony. And before we get into some of the entrepreneurial, um, things of her life, we're just going to have a brief, a brief commercial about some things that's happening, um, upcoming. And one of these things, what the only thing that I want to talk about is that this Thursday, this Thursday, me and Sister Max, we both go to the River Church where the river flows there in life. <laughs> where our pastors, our pastors is Pastor Charles and Dr. Tracy Lynn Williams. And we're just excited about the great things that um, God is doing at the river. And yes. time that I have the opportunity to um, to just advertise what we're doing at the river, listen, God give me this platform and I'm going to use it because I love my church and I love my pastors and I love everything that God is doing in um, through our church. So on this Thursday, we're having Kingdom Business, Dare to Navigate Uncharted Waters. And yours truly just happens to be one of the speakers. And this particular event is basically we're talking about all, for all of the entrepreneurs that are out there that need or striving to be an entrepreneur and you need help with branding. You need help with customer service. You need to know about the taxes. You need to know about the business plan. These are a lot of the topics that we're going to be talking about this Thursday. Um, and the other speakers are Elder Carolyn Adams, Brother Anwar Adams. Other Karen Braxton and myself, and none other than MIT Crystal Creamer will be yes. the facilitator of this great workshop. So grab your pens, grab your paper, and make sure that if you have some wonderful thoughts in mind, some business ideas, make sure that you are ready to get all the answers, um, answers to your questions on this Thursday at 7 p.m. And it's going to be on the River Church page, the River Church page at 7 p.m. I'm excited, a little nervous, but to God be the glory. <laughs> I know that God is going to have his way. So make sure you tune in this um, this Thursday, April 22nd at 7 p.m. on the River Church page. So thank you guys for that brief intermission. All right. So those of you that are joining in, hi, Cammy, Welcome. Thank you, guys, everybody that's joining in. So We've just been covering some different things and Sister Maxine Hobson has been sharing her testimony and now we're going to get into the things. We've talked about some heaviness, talking about, you know, how the motherhood and just how we're dealing with the racial injustice and having black sons and daughters and talking about, you know, transitioning from um, being married and back to singleness after a divorce. But now we're going to talk about some of the things that um, God has been doing creatively through Sister Maxine. And I'm just excited about just, just growing up and just seeing you, you singing on the praise and worship team and just, you know, seeing some of those creative things, but to be able to see you in a different light is just wonderful. So one of the things that you did, I didn't know until like, I think last year that you are an event planner. And I was just like, wait, what? Where was you hiding at it? So let's talk about, let's talk about that now. What influenced you to be an event planner? And also, um, addition to that, what are some events that you specialize in? Okay. What inspired me was when I got married in 1991, yeah. I actually, um, um, did my own wedding 
And I was like, I'm really liking this. Right. And it was, you know, I don't encourage anybody to do nothing crazy like this. <laughs> it was 37 people in my bridal party. Oh, my. 37. Lord <laughs> have mercy, the headache. Oh. Yes, it was a it was a headache. But mind you, I had six sisters and two brothers. So everybody wanted to be in the wedding. And so I started from there. I started from scratch, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and as time went on, when I did that, I said, mm -hmm. I really like doing this. Right. And so as time went on, I just started doing events. I worked, I worked for the University of Pennsylvania for mm. almost 23 years. Wow. Yes, and God blessed me last, um, October 31st was mm. my last day. Yeah. Um, he allowed me to be able to retire. Yes. And I am so glad about it. Um, so I did, um, I worked in admissions at the University of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So I worked for multicultural recruitment. So we used right. to do a program to bring um, students of color into the university. Right. So at that point, I used to, I did those events for maybe like 12 years. Mm -hmm. And then I transferred into school of nursing. And then I transferred, my last position was in um, uh, psychology. Mm -hmm. and, biological basis of behavior under right. the the, off, the Department of Psychology. Right. And I did programs like Kids Judge, which was a program that will bring inner city kids right. into the university for a day. And we would have our students show different scientific projects right. that teach them about the brain. And it was so many different interesting things that we learned about the brain. So I, mm -hmm. I did those kinds of things as well as graduation right? Um, and our award ceremony. So I did that for maybe the last 11 years. Yeah. And so during that time also, I did weddings. Um, mm -hmm. That's my specialty. Right. Um, I did weddings from um, on a, a smaller scale mm -hmm. to a larger scale. Um, you know, and I wouldn't say I like the larger scale better, but I do like the ones that says here, this is my budget. If you go over it, it's okay. Right, right. <laughs> Not that I'm a frivolous, you know, um, right. I spend, you know, um, frivolously. It's yeah. just that I like that because I'm able to, you know, if I see something, I'm able to incorporate something that the couple might not even think about. Nice. So I would say weddings, Mm -hmm. is my specialty. Right. Um, and over those years, I learned how to do it a little bit, I work smarter and not harder. Yes. So I do a lot of contracting out. Um, yeah. I know a lot of vendors. So that's something I enjoy doing. Um, I, although I can do any event, but that's something I really is my heart. Right. I love it. A lot of people are saying congratulations on your retirement. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, she's just a young 55 and she's already <laughs> retired. It's still people out there like, Lord, can I retire please today? Like, yes. I even people my age is like, I would love to retire and just do, you know, whatever that God wants me to do. So that is awesome that, you know, God has blessed you to be able to retire at an early age. Um, and just the event planning, just how the weddings is, um, your specialty and how you love doing that. And 
that's another thing that we're going to um, get into briefly is talking about how you are an entrepreneur and how how have you well now that your kids are young adults but during the time when they were younger how did you balance um entrepreneurship and motherhood because some people they don't know how if they have if they're married and they have kids and they're trying to still you know have a business because being an entrepreneur is a is a different ball game it's not you punching in the clock and you just like all right i can come home and have a schedule you you schedule your own hours make your own money and you still got you know children to take care of so how did you some some tools that you have for those entrepreneurs that need to be able to balance both well one thing if my daughter is still on here she'll understand it was schedule 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 yes <laughs> you know i had a certain schedule um mm. you know i wasn't the type of mother when i came home and i was in a car by myself on my way to pick up the kids yeah. that's when i would return calls right that's when i would return emails mm -hmm. i made sure it was very important to me not to take time away from my children mm -hmm. so when i was by myself on my way home those was the times that I answer emails or I answer telephone calls. All mm -hmm. messages, I would answer them in my car before I got them. Yeah. Once I would pick up my kids, you know, and I prepared dinner prior to that. Mm -hmm. um, thank God for allowing my children's godmother, um, G-Mom, to come live with me mm -hmm. um, after my mom passed. Um, mm -hmm. And she was a great help because she she's a caterer. So she was doing full course meals when right. I would come in. Wow. So that was awesome. Okay. Um, but schedule, schedule, schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, I made sure that the time that I spent with my kids, they didn't feel like I was pushing them to the um the back burner because I was doing something else. And I think yeah. that is so important. Now sometimes mm -hmm. our the schedule clashed, yeah, but because I spent time with them when they came home from school, right. I made sure that they ate, took their showers. Yeah. I spent some time with them and then put them in a bed at a certain time. Like right. kid, my kids wasn't running around at nine o'clock at night. Right. Um, because I knew that they had to get up in the morning. Matter of fact, I don't even think that they was running around at 830. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I ran a tight ship, you know. And, oh, boy. But, I remember those days. <laughs> Sleep was important. Now, although me as a mother didn't get much, mm -hmm. but I made sure that, you know, because I knew early on as my parents instilled in me, your first ministry is your home. Yeah. I never wanted my, you know, kids to come in and they didn't know what was around or things were thrown all over the place. Because right. a scattered mind, a scattered uh, a scattered place is a scattered mind. Right. And that's what I always thought. And so I try to keep things not if there were some things that I had to let go sometimes, mm -hmm. but it wasn't long. Maybe right. a day. If I didn't get a chance to mop the floor, I had to wait the next day to do it. But your first ministry is your home. Yeah. And I tell any single parent, you know, um, that's important. Your yeah. kids don't stay kids long. And right. So those times are important. So when you have that lunch break at school or you have that lunch break at work, right? you take that time. I will take that time and I will grab something to eat. But at the same time, I'm doing some of my other business for the weddings and things of that mm -hmm. sort. That's good. That's good. Um, 
but they didn't see me at home pushing them aside and saying, okay, I can't mm -hmm. do this right now. Right. And when I did the weddings on the weekend, mm -hmm. I made sure I had proper coverage. They were at yeah. their mothers or one of my sisters had my kids, which was far and few, mm -hmm. you know, um, but that was important to me that my kids knew that I took mama took care of them. Right. So they were first on my, my priority list. Right. That is awesome. Yeah. Xavier said, schedule, schedule, schedule. <laughs> and she was and she was a child that, you know, when she got in high school, she was in a lot, you know. Yeah. Um she played, I forget that uh some kind of um the ball she played. And so although I didn't know, I, I never was really athletic. That was her dad. Right. You know, he played ball, right. you know. So on the athletic part, I just came and cheered. So I waited until everybody else was cheering. I said, okay, they cheering for her team. So right. I, did, I cheered too because I didn't know much about it, but I right. made sure I was there. Was it so lacrosse? I, lacrosse, yes. Lacrosse, okay. And I oh, tell she you. Said, she said field hockey. Oh, field hockey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She was a beast at it. Right. All I know is she, whatever she put her heart to do, she's very competitive and, right. you know, in sports. And I had to be there. So in between me being like, okay, writing down what I need, I look up. Okay. You yeah. know, but I was there. I didn't take that time away from them. Right. That so. is awesome. My <laughs> God, definitely some, some wisdom. And that schedule part, I mean, that's just, that's just for entrepreneurs, period, just to be able to just, you know, schedule your time and just mm -hmm. stick to the schedule. That's a whole nother thing, sticking to that schedule. Mm -hmm. I find myself, you know, not being a full-time entrepreneur yet, but just being able to just write those to-do lists and just like, okay, maximize your time. It's like, okay, if I got a little bit of time here, then I'm going to take this time. I'm going to max out this time. My lunchtime is not is not so much lunch. It's about, okay. Right. Let me get let me take these meetings and eat and, and get some stuff done for my side business and then use yes. the, the main the main job to fund that side business. Those are just some keys that even I believe uh Damon John, I learned from him, he was the CEO of uh for Fubu and when he was working at Red Lobster, <laughs> he was using that to fund his business to be able yes. to be the, the man that he is today. So just just taking those some of those tools to be able to be, I think that the term is now entrepreneurs. They mm -hmm. uh, call themselves now being a mother and being an entrepreneur and maximizing on that, and just being um, a, a mom influencer and just being able to encourage other others because sometimes um, I believe that mothers they they feel as though that they have to choose. It's either I'm going to be a mother or I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm either going to be a mother or I'm going to go back to school. They is, but you can do both. And you are evidence that you can do both and have balance. And, you know, I, there was things I had to put, put on hold. Mm -hmm. Like when we got pregnant with my son in 2000, I mm -hmm. had just, um, decided to go back to school and I was going right. to go, and get, get, go back and get my degree because I hadn't finished it. Right. And when we found out we were pregnant with Maurice, I put that on hold. But that was fine to do that. And as a mother, yeah. you have to make those kind of adjustments. Yeah. And so I was glad that I did that at that time. But God worked it out that when my daughter, when they got older, I was able to go back to school and get my yeah. degree. 
That's and awesome. at 50 years old, you mm -hmm. know, that I thought that was something I always wanted to do. But when you become a wife and a and, and a mother, you know, and yeah. you're taking care of your home, some things you just have to put off, just temporary. Yeah. You don't have to right. put them off for the rest of your life. Right. But, um, one thing I also wanted to share that I think will be um, good to those that are listening that are, is a mom is mm -hmm. that I put things in a tickler, like a file. Mm -hmm. And even though I didn't have to use it right then, right. I could go back. When people told me different things and ideas, yeah. I would just put it in a tickler. Mm. I had this folder that I put it in there. So when they turned five, yeah. it was a program that I heard about for right. five-year-olds. I would go through there and I said, oh, this is a program. Let me see if it's still in existence. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so the other thing is um, I sent my children, well, all my brothers and sisters, we had the opportunity to go to Golden Slipper Camp. Mm -hmm. And so it was a three-week camp. And so that was something I did that I thought was very um, good. So I, in turn, wanted my kids to go there. And mm -hmm. so when they went away for those three weeks, yeah, then I got a chance to either take a week vacation, yeah, just the woosah, right, and then come back to working my schedule for the next year for yeah. weddings, any events that I had lined up. I yeah. would actually do the whole event before it's time. Wow. That's awesome. So, so then when it came, yeah, everything, the legwork was done. Cause I had already done it. Wow. That is, that is really good. So you said you put it in and basically like a, what did you call again? I called it just a tickler. A like, tickler, uh, okay. Foul, you can get like a, right. a accordion that has yeah. um, January, February through December. Right. And I just put those things in. And when my kids got older, um, I would look for the programs. Um, yeah. And there was a time where I, I forget the name of the program, but they actually gave me money, $500 each for my kids to go to camp. Right. And right. so when you hear about these different programs, yeah, you might not have kids right now, but yeah. these are things that you can put in so you can see, like, you know, when your kids get eight or nine years old, well, let mm -hmm. me check and see if Golden Slipper Camp is still open. Yeah. You know, let me look at the reviews. Um, So no information is information that you shouldn't hold on to. Yeah. That is awesome. Cami Latoya says, so smart and super helpful for reminders. That is, that is yes. good. Thank That's you. really good to be able to just have, um, to plan ahead. Like you said, even if you don't have children, this is advice. If you aspire to have children, mm -hmm. you, that you take note of those things. If there's, you know, um, scholarships that maybe they'll have and that you start a fund for your child and if you mm -hmm. are planning for that. So that's just that's really good wisdom. Thank you, Sister Max, for <laughs> just being on here and just sharing just so many different aspects that you mm -hmm. can talk about to help those who are divorced and those who are in singlehood and mothers and just entrepreneurs and just be able to show um, people that you can fulfill your God-given purpose beyond yeah. the trials and tribulations that you have experienced. And it's only made, made you better. It's only made you stronger. It's only made you wiser to be able to do these things. And now you're able to help. Now you're able, all those things that you've learned, all those things that you've endured, now you're able to take that and be able to help people, help women, help um, men, help anybody yes. to be able to just say, okay, this is what I did. And this is what you don't have to go through because I've been through that. And this is how I came on the other side. 
So that's, that's, why, that's yeah. why I'm so excited right now about mm -hmm. um, my company, Creative yeah, Culture Solutions, it. mm -hmm. because it's not, um, it's creative. It's mm -hmm. not a one-way, it's not a one-way deal. Everybody right. do things differently. Mm -hmm. I can share some of my experiences. You share your experiences. And right. Then we can set a goal that you're able yeah. to meet that because I think oftentimes what I come in, you know, people that I come in contact with, they feel like, oh, I can't reach that goal because I'm a mother or I can't reach that goal because it's too much. Right. But God has given me a, a God given talent where I'm able to take a lot and mm -hmm. condense it into a, and, and, and to bite sizes where that I'm a, you're able to see, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, I can do that too. Mm -hmm. You know, and once someone sees that they're able to accomplish a whole lot, right? And if they don't have to stop, this can be their goals can be met. Yeah, then we can do it in a creative way, and that's why, in the same token, learning about self love and self worth right. and, and self care, and those mm -hmm. things are dear to my heart because, you know, like I said, there have been some things I put on a back burner, right. But it was for a purpose, right? You know, during that time. But I was able to do it now, and yeah. so I'm excited about it. That's awesome. I am excited about. It. I love. I just have a heart for entrepreneurs. Period. And I'm just, just I get excited when there's just new, new, newness in the earth that God is doing, and just talking about kingdom business, and just be able to just show others that because a lot of times we think that oh, okay well how can i do that and still serve christ our business our business we serve and we worship god through our business by being because and when we are diligent about our um business then we can help advance god's kingdom god yes. called for us to be prosperous god called for us to have these giftings so it's, it's nothing wrong with making money but it's just what you do with them absolutely Definitely what you money. do with that's, the money. And making sure that, we're, that we are wise about um about our giftings. And because at the end of the day, when we get before, you know, Jesus Christ, and you said, what did you do with what I gave you? We want to be held accountable for it. So, you know, you, you <laughs> know that's, that is definitely true. Mm. That's what really got the fire underneath me. Mm. I heard a message about, you know, God has given us all these gifts and talents and what would you do if you met God? Right. And you had all these gifts and talents. Yeah. And I couldn't even imagine. And the, um, the minister that was ministering this, I mean, it right. really resonated with me that you would give him all those gifts, gifts and talents and give them back. And that thing, I just couldn't even bear it. And so I, I, I want to make sure that I'm doing God's kingdom work. I am a server at heart and that I love God's people yeah. and I want to help them the best way I can. Right. So that's awesome. awesome. My God. Thank you, Sister Max, for being on here. Oh, um, sharing just all your wisdom, just different people just have saying thank you for sharing your good nuggets and just mm -hmm. everything that you have going on. Um, I do want to give you an opportunity. I know you talked about creative um coaching solutions is there any other events or any um any other things that you want to share that you have coming up that you want to share with the people so right now um is in the workings um mm -hmm. 
my website will be done by the end of June. Mm -hmm. um, also, I'm going to have some products that I'm excited about. One is going right. to be some T-shirts. And right. one of the T-shirts I'm, you know, I'm producing that is really dear to my heart. And it's right. called, and, and it is, I'm drenched, drenched in oil. And yes. the reason why that was, that stood out to me, because the anointing of God, the oil of God, I want to be drenched in it. I yes. want my business to be drenched in it. Why? Yes. Because this is a business that's serving people, yes. serving God's people. Yeah. The other thing that's going to be um, prayerfully coming out is the fact that I want to do more public speaking. I yes. want to talk about the importance of self-love, self-worth, and self-care. Mm -hmm. And I had to go through this transformation. And I just thank God that I'm able to, I want to be able to share that with Right. On any platform that I'm mm -hmm. able to do that. And so those are some of the things, but look out. Yeah. As I put on Facebook, I might have showed up late, but I'm here. Yes. You, you showed up. I know that's showed up. My God. That, that's a word right there. Yes. I might have showed up late, but I showed up. But I showed and up. I glory. My God. <laughs> Man, the testimony that people can talk about and they man, I yes. showed up late, but I showed up. Thank you, yes. Jesus, for giving us a chance to show up. A Ooh. chance. Yes, yes. Jesus. And even inside of ourselves, he gave mm -hmm. us that chance to show up. Yeah. I'm glad about it because he didn't have to do it. He didn't. But he did. He did. My God. Came and said, snapping fingers. She said, I know that's right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. My God. So, all right. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow Sister Maxine Hobson on Facebook or Maxine Hobson and then on Instagram at um, Hobson Maxine. And I'm sure she's going to have some other social media for her businesses. Businesses that oh, she wow. has. <laughs> Plural. Yeah. Yes, so look out for that. Look out for all the things that she has going on. And if um, just as you follow her on uh, social media platforms, I'm sure that you'll be able to see when when it launches officially and that you'll be able to stay connected to all the wonderful things that God is doing through her, both spiritually and naturally. And I'm just excited about just those things for you. I'm truly, it's, you. it's truly an honor to just be on that have a seat to be able to see just everything unfold in your life. And I'm just grateful to the God that, with, that you're a blessing to not only me, but those that are watching the viewers that has been blessed by your testimony. So um, thank you so much again for, um, for joining us tonight. Um, and one of the things that um, before we end, uh, we also always, always make sure that we offer the gift of salvation for those of you that, don't know Christ. And if you are listening to this podcast or watching it and you heard Sister Maxine Hobson's story and just hearing just all the wonderful things of how God has, you know, helped her throughout her journey. And you're just like, man, I know something missing in my life. Well, Jesus is the answer. Oh, yes. The answer. And if, if you need him in your life, if you've been struggling and you just like, God, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, you know, make this decision. I don't even know what to say. Well, now is the time. Today is the day. I encourage you to say this prayer of salvation with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner and I need you, Jesus, in my life. Jesus, I ask that you forgive me of every sin that I have done wrong. I know that I can't live this life anymore without you. 
So I'm standing here today and saying that I believe in my heart and I confess in my mouth that you died on the cross for my sins so that I can have life eternally. Thank you, Jesus, for being buried and raising on the third day so that I can have eternal life. So, Jesus, I ask that you wash me, cleanse me, make me whole. And now I surrender to you and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. If you pray the prayer of salvation, welcome to the body of Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory. You are now a new creature. Listen, all those things that you did before, none of those things matter. Why? Because God has forgiven you. You have a fresh start. It's time to move forward and watch God do some marvelous things in your life because he loves you and he cares. And another last uh, call is for call of rededication. For those of you that may have had a relationship with Christ and as Sister Max was talking about her story that there's a time when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but then there's also another time when we fully surrender ourselves to Christ and say, God, here I am. Here I go running this race and I'm not looking back. And you may have experienced some hardship in your life that caused you to get off of the straight and narrow path and whatever that is. Guess what? None of that matters right now. Mm-mm. What matters is that you listen to God calling you and that you come back to him because tomorrow is not promised. Even a few minutes from, from now is not promised. So I encourage you today that if you know that you need to get your life right with Christ, say this prayer of rededication with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am so sorry for turning my back on you. I allow circumstances to cause me to step away from you and get under, get from under the grace of God. But Jesus, I know without a shadow of doubt that I hear you calling me to come home and I need you more now than I ever did before. So Jesus, I ask you to forgive me and that you come back into my life and be my Lord and savior. Once again, forgive me, wash me, Make me whole again. Renew my mind once again, Jesus. I thank you for giving me another chance. I already know that you died for me. And I thank you, God, for being my Lord and Savior once more. So, Jesus, I'm not turning back, but I'm moving ahead. And I am thank you, Jesus, for making all things new in my life. I surrender for real this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome back to the body of Christ, to God be the glory. Guess what? All those things you did before, God has forgiven you. Move forward. Forgive yourself. I encourage you to forgive yourself because what the enemy likes to do is throw those things back in our faces and try to remind us of those mistakes, try to remind us of those bad habits. But God says, I wipe the slate clean. Mm -hmm. So now it's time to move forward. And just move and allow God to move through you. Allow God to heal you. Allow God to heal you. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in this thank evening. You. And for Sister Max for joining this wonderful podcast. Thank and for those of you that want to keep up with this platform, I Am Imperfectly Perfect, you can follow us on Facebook at I Am Imperfectly Perfect Incorporated. And you can also follow us on IG or Instagram at I underscore Am Imperfectly Perfect on there. Um, and also, 
we do have a podcast platform where you can listen to us um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, and more. So if you are interested in listening to it, whether you're working out, if you're on the go, if you're driving, it will be available to you tomorrow. This particular podcast will be available to you tomorrow. So make sure you tune in. I love you guys so much. I thank you guys for tuning in once more. Until next time on A Perfectly Perfect Live, I will see you guys later. Have a good night. Bye.